Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Hey everyone, it's Steve Agee, and my podcast, uh, uh, um, I'm really excited about this week's episode with my guest, John Daly, very funny guy who I've known for quite a few years now, um, in most recent history, most recent news, you may have seen John's campaign to overtake the golfer by the same name, John Daly, on Google. If you do a Google search for John Daly, the golfer comes up first, and John Daly, the comedian, was not too happy about that. And so he started a campaign to um, <laughs> overtake the golfer in a campaign called John Daly is John Daly, where he's in a basically a fat suit, fat prosthetics and uh, golfing gear, taking photos. It's amazing. Just listen to this episode. We get into it along with some great stuff like masturbation and porn and um, Chipotle. You know, we, 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 uh, we hit all the really, really important topics. <laughs> so I hope you enjoy it. I had fun doing it. Go like us on iTunes and share this with the world. Thank you for listening. All right. All right. We're here with John Grip It and Rip It Daily. What's up, everybody? Thanks for having me, Steve. Um, I, I wish we had been recording when you, when I, you were telling me your Chipotle story. Yeah, I went to Chipotle. I, I just tweeted. I, I sent out a tweet. I, I'm about to eat a burrito <laughs> and go do Steve Agee's podcast. And uh, I was at Chipotle. I got there a little bit early. Got there at 11 or 10 to 11. They opened at 11. So <laughs> I uh, they were like, can you wait outside? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll wait for 10 minutes. I'm a regular guy. And then a guy came up, he was wearing a short sleeve shirt with a tie and a backpack, it looked like a little kid uh, who was about 40, <laughs> and he had a big, uh, big gulp in his, or not a big gulp, but like a big McDonald's cup of soda in his hand, and he went up to the Chipotle and he was like, you guys open? You guys open? And they were like, uh, can you wait 10 minutes? And he went, motherfucker, no! You motherfuckers! And he smashed the uh, the big, the huge amount of soda down onto the pavement, and it splashed on me. And uh, Chipotle gave me a free burrito. That's a that's a small price to pay for a free burrito. Yeah, having the shit scared out of you yeah. for a few minutes. Yeah, it was like really brief, <laughs> uh, but. You know, they I, all the Chipotle people saw it, so it was it was uh, it was well documented. Lots of witnesses, so they gave me that free burrito. I was like, free? 
I was like, free? Well, then I'm going to get a, a Blackberry Izzy, too. What the, what's a Blackberry Izzy? Blackberry, they have this soda that's really oh, good yeah, there. Oh, yeah, the bottled soda. Well, you know it's the soda revolution right now. It, what? There's, it's the soda revolution right now. You got Soda Stream, Automatic Home Soda Makers. Not only that, there's a million different kinds of ginger beer that are like, there's like artisan ginger beers. There's l- like mint lime soda. There's so, there's dry soda, this delicious new dry soda. <laughs> so for a guy that doesn't drink alcohol anymore, oh, it's a magical know. time because you can be like, oh wow, there's actually like levels of ginger beer that I can taste and feel like I'm drinking something that Somebody took care to prepare. I love ginger beer. <laughs> I love ginger beer. It's so fucking good. I love when you find there's. I know when I get really good ginger beer because when I take a sip, I'll start coughing because the bubbles are yeah. so crazy. They go up my nose and into my lungs because they're fizzing so much. Yeah, and it's and hot. I cough uncontrolled. Yeah, and it's hot. Yeah, and then you're like, yes. Yeah, I've got a good ginger beer. Yeah, I like just like soda water with like hot ass fucking super spicy ginger in it. Really? So you can make it yourself? I can make it myself. Have yeah, you, I have, have a done- soda stream. So you do make your own soda. I make my own soda. I mean, I wouldn't call it artisan soda. It's in my kitchen. I have six <laughs> bottles and, uh, you know, I'll fill them up. I'll fill them up. I usually, I make the soda, you know, just seltzer and then I flavor it with, that's what you're supposed to do. You flavor it with the, the, the flavors. Can you make a root beer? can make root beer, Coke, Diet Coke. Um, I rarely make sodas. I usually just put... A uh, little bit of like flavored syrup, some lemon juice or a squeeze of lime in it or something like that. I think that some people would argue that soda is worse for you than beer. Soda is? Yeah. Every time I go to the dentist, they're like, oh, yeah, you got to stop drinking soda, dude. It's really wearing your enamel down. But beer has a lot of sugar, too, but not as much as soda. Soda, they have those commercials. It's like, would you eat 33 spoonfuls worth of of sugar? No. So why would you drink it? That's oh. what you're drinking when you drink Coke, a Coke. I know people that would eat 33 spoonfuls of sugar. Just sugar? I used to do that when I was a, a lad. That is, that makes me nauseous to think about just scooping sugar into my mouth. But I, yeah, I had a friend, I had a girlfriend one of my ex-girlfriends, her brother and his girlfriend used to sit around and watch TV and they would have a block of like cheddar cheese on a plate in front of them, just mm-hmm. a block of it and a big jar of mayonnaise and they would just cut off pieces of cheese, dip it in the mayonnaise. Oh, and cheese fucking, dipped in mayonnaise? Yeah. God. What are they My wanna... mouth is watering like I'm going to throw up just from talking about it. That yeah. makes me so... Sick, and then the of. cheese that comes out the other end uh, that's three kinds of cheese, just shitting and literally shitting a brick. Yeah, you're shitting cheese, double cheese shit. The Think cr- of the farts alone. The farts the- alone. I mean, my Chipotle burrito, I uh, you, you pay a price, you have to be like, Well, I love Chipotle, I'm gonna eat this burrito. Uh, I love Chipotle, god, it's so good. Sometimes it's perfect, it's a little bit floral. There's something about Chipotle <laughs> burritos that is floral, that isn't like Mexican food should be. But something yeah. about it is really good anyways in a fast food. Yeah, kind of it's way. definitely not Mexican food. It yeah. feels like food you'd get in like New Hampshire. Like, yeah. 
it's, at, at an upper crust country club. Yeah, it's 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 like burritos made by yeah a country club like a a really white very nice woman at a country club. Hello, do you hear that? Yeah, what is that? A big truck. I love your house, by the way. I'm in Steve Agee's house. Yeah, we're uh, in my living room uh, slash bedroom. I'm in a studio, um, but uh, and I apologize for the mess. It is oh, and I actually buddy. cleaned before you got it. This is clean. This is clean, Agee. Um, and there is a fucking pile of clothes. Well, you're depressive. I am depressive. I am depressed. You want it? I'm on antidepressants. Not that we have to talk about depression. That's not. This I don't podcast. mind that. But I, I am on them as well. But I, but I have a cleaning problem. I mean, a real, real. It's. I'm a messy. I'm a like twelve year. I'm, I'm like a fifteen year old kid. It's just come everywhere. How much come is just everywhere right now? It's that's a fairly new chair, so you're pretty safe sitting <laughs> there. That's probably the least cummy place in my apartment. But like, it's peaks and valleys for me. And like, when I get into the valley of depression, like, yeah. I will go days without showering, mm-hmm. without doing like. And by the way, the clothes on my bed, like there's a pile on my bed of clothes, like yeah. a mountain. It's three and feet it's, high. And it's all clean. <laughs> it is exactly. It's three feet It's high. all clean, yet I'll do laundry. Not fold it? I'll fold it. Oh, I'm And there. then put it on the couch. And then when I want to sit on the couch, I just throw everything onto the bed. Yeah. So it unfolds in that process. And then when I go to bed at night, I throw it back on the couch. So it's just made trips back and forth from my bed to the couch and just completely come unfolded. So it looks like a pile of messy laundry, but it's actually it's, clean. That's a basket of cl- of clean laundry. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, every day is just hell. Every day is horrible. Isn't that amazing? Even with antidepressants, it's still it's like... It's horrible. They don't do... I mean, they do enough <laughs> to be on them, but they're not... You know, they don't make you make your life not hell. Yeah, I mean, the, the daytime is hell. The nighttime I can deal with. I love the nights. I got to boogie. <laughs> I no, love the nightlife. Not even partying. Just like I, I find that my my mind is like, oh, you can. I have level a out at good night. Good time, exactly. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. That's weird because during the day I'm like stressed out. Like today. I have nothing to do, but I feel fucking. Well, we're doing this. We're doing this. This is what what you do. But I feel really stressed. Like I'll wake up in the day with nothing to do and still be like, like feel sick to my stomach. Like I'm forgetting something or like, yes, I should be doing something more. And then like, I'll, I'll get this feeling like I'm just going to snap. And then, uh, at night it just slowly goes away. Yeah. And then I want to stay up to like four in the morning because I feel better Exactly. Yeah. And that's when you do shows. That's when you see your friends and you're like, oh, okay, this is great. I have a life and it's fun and it's great. And And then you wake up in the morning, you wake up and you're like, what am I not doing? What (laughs) is wrong with me? And that's also I mean, it's also part of being a creative person. You have to like just generate and you constantly the sacrifice that we make. Yeah. um, Not to sound like will I am or something here, but is that, uh, you know, there's always that bug in the back of your brain that's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? What are you doing? <laughs> you're fu- I don't know how you how old you are, but I'm like 43 and I'm like mm-hmm. constantly now thinking like, fuck, dude, I am 
I'm middle-aged now. I'm maybe a little more than middle-aged because I doubt I'll live to be 86. Yeah, you're a tall guy. Yeah. You're going to die when you're like, oh, man, you got a couple months probably. (laughs) (laughs) Tall guys, see you later. don't have a good track record. (laughs) And I'm so hyper-aware of that all the time. Do you have back problems? You have lost, by the way, you look great and you have lost, since I met you, I think I met you four years ago, you've lost an incredible amount of weight. Yeah, I met you when you and Gelman first came to LA. Yes. Was that four years ago? That was four years ago, yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, I've talked about this with other people, but yeah, my weight thing is, it'll go up for a long time and part of my problem with just not doing anything about it is that I know... I can lose the weight because I've done it in the past, you know, like, yeah, I've gone on a diet or I've hired a nutritionist and like, you know, the first time I did it, I lost 17 pounds in two weeks. Yeah. So just that knowledge alone makes me be like, fuck it. Fuck it. I'll eat this. (laughs) I'll eat this fucking pie right now. Uh, Yeah. I need two flans. And then (laughs) the other is just the depression. Like, it's crazy. I, I have... I can eat really well during the day. During the day, even though I'm depressed, I can really stick to eating what I need to eat. Yeah. It's at night when I'm happy. (laughs) When I'm happy, I will fucking eat like crazy. But also if I go to a show, if I have a bad set, I'll be like, fuck it, man. Go right to McDonald's. Get fucking every, just eat like, fuck it. I don't care. People hate me. But also if I have a great set, it's like, Eat. Fucking celebrate, man. Treat yourself to something. That's why I stopped drinking. (laughs) (laughs) I was doing the exact same thing, but with alcohol. I stopped drinking. Man. That didn't do shit for me. I'm fucking funny. I should get wasted. I never... I used to drink a shitload. Like, I was basically... People would have probably thought I was an alcoholic when I was in high school. And I just... I don't think I have an addictive personality because I stopped no problem. Like, and then that was like when I was 19 or 20 and then I just would socially drink up until, you know, like a year and a half ago. And I was just like, why am I even drinking if I'm not drinking to get drunk? Yeah. So I just fucking stopped. What am I doing? Yeah. And, and I was like, I lost 20 pounds without even trying. No shit. After I stopped drinking, it was amazing. I was like, whoa, now I don't, now I have. That's a sign of someone that drank a lot. Because, like, uh, Horatio Sands. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw him after he had lost a lot of weight, I didn't recognize him. Yeah, he looks completely different. It wasn't until I heard him talk. I was like, it's fucking Horatio Sands. And he lost all that weight just from quitting drinking. Yeah, and he looks like a leading man now. Yeah, he's a handsome, thin man. He's a handsome, thin Spanish man. (laughs) Um, Anyway, you know... Fuck, fuck substances. Yeah, fuck Chipotle. Fuck Chipotle. No, I, I, I still chip- smoke weed. I, I'm not sober. By I the do way. too. I I, smoke- I feel like I feel like I have to qualify that because people are sober, and it's way harder to be sober than not yeah. drinking and and yeah. still op- keeping you know smoking pot makes things so much easier. That's a really weird thing. Cause I do the same thing when I'm at a party or something and someone's like, Hey, can I get you a beer? And I say, no, I quit drinking. And then I always feel the need to follow it up with, you know, not, I didn't have a problem. I just yeah. stopped. I didn't want to drink anymore. And yeah. And then when I say that, yeah, you know, I just stopped because of health reasons. Then I'm like, 
Oh, I probably had a problem. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just, I felt, but I mean, I, when I did stop drinking, I took a month off. I was like, you know, in my adult life, I've never taken a month off of drinking. I should probably do that. And so I oh, did geez, it. Yeah. I did it. And then I was like, oh, this, I feel a thousand percent better in general and just have to not do You really so notice well. a huge difference the day after. Yeah. Like the day after. And then like. After, after like a weekend went by and I went to parties and didn't, and like people were drinking and I was kind of like, it kind of feels good in a surreal way to not drink at part, you know, like at I love it. Bars and stuff. You know? I love it. I love just being at a party where people are fucked up and just thinking I'm going to wake up tomorrow and feel totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. That guy right there is most likely going to be puking. Yeah. On the surface, totally fine, by the way. Deep down, you know, still, yeah. still got that. Yeah. You know, deep down, I'm a mess. Mentally. Deep down, just self-hatred. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. We if, make people laugh for a living. That's pretty good. And then uh, you have so many DVDs. I, I, I can't even imagine. That's you not a lot them. of DVDs. Oh, wait. No, that's not that many DVDs. That's fucking hardly any. Those are all the DVDs I couldn't get rid of because they're scratched and shit. Oh, <laughs> I can't move <laughs> these DVDs. I can't move. Anyone want a bootleg scratch copy of Spaced? Um, no, the Spaced... Space does not scratch. Space, there are Space a few in great. there that I love that I just won't get rid of. Yeah. Is Scratch scratched? Is the movie Scratch? It, it scratched? might be. That's a documentary. <laughs> have you seen it? Is that about DJs? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of it. It's a really good... And that's not my DVD. It's... Uh, I can't remember his name. He did... He scored all the music for Sarah's show. Oh. And I was at his house one day. We were recording something for the show. And he's like, you got to see this. And that was three years ago. And I still have his DVD. Our show is canceled, so I may never see him again. Give that fucking guy back his DVD. But I do drive past his house every now and then. I'm like, I should just. Whoa, you should have done that. That was me. That wasn't Steve. You should have done that into the mic because. I know. That was a good burp. I know. I just, I don't want to coat your mic with just Chipotle. With my Chipotle scrotle. <laughs> my fucking carnitas burritos. Is that what you had? Carnitas? Yeah. I love that carnitas. That's pork, right? That's what's floral. They, they must cure their, or, uh, or, or marinate their, their pork with something that is like rather lavendery. Cause you go in there and you're just like, this does not taste like Mexican food, <laughs> but it's so good. Yeah, um, I, I like to burn when they burn the side of the carnitas, like, oh, like roast so a little pig. charred. Like, yeah, it's so fucking good. I always I get the it. steak when I go in there. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think we've covered burritos. I think we cover burritos, <laughs> depression. Let me see. Burritos, depression. Depression, we only scratch the surface. I get talk yeah. about. And I don't know if you, do you know Paul Gilmartin? No, I've heard his name. I don't, I'm not sure. He's a funny comedian, and he's got a great podcast, which you should go on. Yeah. Called The Mental Illness Happy Hour. Okay. Where it's just he has, you know, for the most part, comedians come on and talk about depression and stuff. Yeah. And it's not a comedy podcast. It's like a sincere, like... Oh, really? I did it, and... Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to... I don't know if I'd have fun doing that. It, I mean, it I, I don't mind talking about it with you because that's not what this is about. But if it was about going in there and being like, here's my story, it would be boring because it's not a real story. No, it's not. Story. It's really I'll send you a link to my the episode I did on. But like, it's pretty 
It gets pretty fucking heavy. <laughs> Do you like any other podcasts? Should we talk about podcasts on your podcast? No, let's not. Because I, I, there's so many now that I always will forget one, and then my friend, whoever's <laughs> can't chat. You didn't shout out. Hey, yeah. way, way to give me a shout out, asshole. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I, I everyone's got a podcast. I might as well just say that's, check out everyone's podcast. That's another another reason I stopped doing mine for so long was like. I was like, well, you know, I'm going to interview, you know, who, whoever, Brody Stevens. And it's like, he's been on everyone else's podcast. And I'm like, how, how much can I cover with somebody that's been on every podcast? Yeah. Not, not yeah. It's, it's everyone. Podcasts are just in, in every podcast is kind of the same. Yeah. They all have a gimmick. They'll all have a weird gimmick. Except for this one. Cause it's, uh, <laughs> This, I started <laughs> the best name for a podcast. Anyway. I started doing this podcast as like just because I was bored and I had recording equipment. So I was like, I'm going to do a podcast. And so the first episode and they were all at the beginning, like five, ten minutes long. Yeah. It would just be me fucking scatting into the microphone for ten minutes. And then that would be an episode. It was always just by myself. And the first episode was me just trying to think of a name for the podcast. And I was uh, just sitting around going. Uh, uh, so I was like, oh, it, uh. I'm going to call it, uh, have you I, done, uh, cause I also say that a lot when I listen to uh. myself on other people's podcasts, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. It's like a lot. Of, uh, uh, Steve, when did you come to LA? Uh, uh came with a, uh, but then, uh, uh, I say, uh, a lot and like, but everyone like, says like. Like, uh, I say uh and like a lot, too. I say uh, like, and fuck a lot. Fuck. I say fuck so much. I was at Disneyland a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I say fuck more than any. And I'm not like, I mean, I'm a scumbag a little bit, but not really. Like, I'm pretty normal, dude. And I just, I mean, it's just so normal to say fuck and shit for us. It's just... You know, and 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 like I post things on Facebook, and my cousins and stuff are like, "What the hell? I opened this at work. I was got fired." I'm like, "Well, <laughs> fuck you. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I am who I. Not yeah. safe for work. Not safe for work. It's weird because we're in a, a, an industry where it's completely fine to curse. Yeah, encouraged, and it just carries on from when you're a kid because all kids curse for the most part. Yeah. They learn it in, you know, middle school and then they fuck this, fuck that through, you know, their rebellious high school years. But then most people go on to get real corporate jobs or whatever where they have to stop and they stop. Yeah. And then they start. Yeah. They start acting like adults, quote unquote adults. Yeah. And then. But for us, it's like fucking. (laughs) We just go from fucking cursing in high school to on stage. Yeah. And I have no filter anymore. I went to the eye doctor yesterday mm-hmm. to go. I went for a multitude of reasons. My eyesight's really fucked up. And um, it was just a nice Asian lady, like probably in her 50s. And she's like, what's the problem with your eyes? I'm like, oh, I fucking. And I, yeah. And I would catch myself. Yeah. Subconscious. But then not do anything about it. Yeah. Like not apologize for it. I'd be like, oh, fucking. I keep seeing this like light out of the corner of my eyes and 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 i wouldn't say oh sorry yeah it it really it kind of disturbs me yeah i was like hanging out with my four five-year-old nephew and he was like uncle john 
Will you make me a sandwich? And I was like, ah, fucking, oh, God, even now, <laughs> even now, I'm I, saying. I do this thing a lot. I, I started it like 10 years ago, fucking 10 years ago, where I'll burp and I'll say rape while I burp. Oh, I'll, yeah, that's like your signature rape. move. Yeah. I really have tried. I, I've, for the most part, stopped doing it like in the past before the whole Tosh thing. So that up. was like a tick? Oh, before the whole Tosh thing? <laughs> I, st- I stopped doing it before the whole Tosh thing because I was like, this is really uncool. Like, yeah, I'm going to say it one day in front of the wrong person and really hurt somebody's feeling. I, I yeah, like, like some rapist want- is like, hey, man, why are you hey, valuing man. what I do? Hey, man, stop <laughs> advertising. <laughs> but uh, I remember one time a couple of years ago, I was home for Thanksgiving and I was like drinking a Dr. Pepper or something in the kitchen while my mom was making dinner. And I just had one of those soda burps, those guttural. Ugh. And I just said, rape. <laughs> and my mom just stopped what she was doing and like looked at me and was like, what did you just say? <laughs> and I go, I said, rage. Oh. And then she was like, oh, she's like, well, still, that's disgusting. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't say words when you burp. Steven, you're never going to get a girlfriend acting like that, But then which Tosh, is fucking true. But then Tosh was like, you know, ruined rape for everybody. Yeah. Rapes really. Actually, that blew over, hit. didn't it? Did it blow over the whole rape thing with Tosh? It might have. I don't think I don't that. I, I think that it it should blow over. I I agree with it blowing over. Yeah, it's you know it's comedians. What are you gonna do? Yeah, everyone says fucked up shit. You say rape when you burp. Should you be in the Huffington Post for that? Maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should be in the HuffPo. Then Steve broke out his classic rape burp. Steve A.G. commits career suicide by <laughs> belching rape in front of Ariana Huffington. Bow, bow. <laughs> um, did you watch the uh, Olympics? Oh, oh, my God, dude. Did I ever watch the Olympics? Did you really? Yeah, I watched, I watched them it. like a crazy person. Yeah, I watched it. I watched a lot of it. And I realized one thing while I was watching it. So I don't think boring. I've ever, no, I don't think I've ever watched Olympics before other than winter. Yeah. I really like winter Olympics. Yeah. But I've never been into summer Olympics. And I think this was like the first year since I was a kid that I watched any Olympics. And I was like blown away by the number of retardedly odd events that they have. Yeah. Like team handball, for example, which is, is that one. It's It seems like a, a sport that some kids made up in their basement. It's like, it's like soccer. There's soccer type goals, but you're just, you have a ball in your hand and you're throwing it into the goal. I didn't even notice that. I it's didn't know so that was dumb. ping pong. Ping pong is the most entertaining sport to watch in the entire world. It is entertaining now that to slow watch. motion has been. It is entertaining protected. to watch, but I was kind of shocked that something that everyone has played, everyone has played as a kid. Everyone's probably has one of those tables folded up in their parents' carport. Yeah. At home. And I was like, fuck, man, ping pong. But 
I think when you see those, I think when you see those ping pong players play, it's pretty clear that they're playing in a different way and on a different level than. Oh jack-offs. yeah, they're standing like twenty feet away, away from the table because yeah. they're hitting so hard, and they're and they're hide they hide their serve they like they like uh oh, yeah, you know cup, cup it over so you can't see the kind of like spin they're putting on the ball and then sometimes the points last like half a second and sometimes the points will be like a minute it's yeah. so fucking gripping i was like i can't believe that i am this <laughs> into this but it was the most entertaining sport i watched it was actually the ping pong but also i watched a little archery I mean, god damn it, water polo is the most boring sport unless you want to fuck dudes, which I think it made me gay. I mean, I think it made me a little bit gay because I was like, I want to jump in that pool. Do I have to blow these guys? Is that what happens? Because uh, I, I didn't watch now. it. I didn't watch most of the water. I would watch, you know, like Michael Phelps's races because I was like, oh, I guess I can watch history being yeah. made but like I that stuff doesn't interest me at all yeah and it's like you're making history yeah but you're not the greatest athlete you're getting all the accolades because you can rack up medals in swimming because each event is a medal you know there's no overall medal yeah Ugh, I should burp into the mic from now on <laughs> yeah, sorry I'm trained burp to burp mic. off mic I usually have a burp button <laughs> um, but uh, but then I didn't watch the track. I watched one of the Usain Bolts, Insane Bolts. That motherfucker is he's a crazy person. Fast as fuck. Yeah, it's crazy. And watching those dudes run in slow motion, you just see all the like their ins- like the jelly of their insane like thermodynamic bodies, yeah. like perfection. And uh, it is weird when you know they have that camera that tracks along as they're running yeah, at the same yeah. speed. That f- camera shot, for some reason, just makes it look insane how fucking fast they're running. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's, I, he's a cocky motherfucker, though. Who? In, Usain in, Bolt. Insane Bolt? Insane Bolt. <laughs> yeah, he's from Jamaica. He's the fastest man in the world, and he should be cocky. I think he yeah. should be as cocky. I think that's who gets to be cocky. It's like if the you're best. Jay-Z... You can be cocky. If you're Usain Bolt, you can be cocky. If you're Michael Phelps, you can be cocky, but it's not going to be charming because you're not a charming dude. I don't know if Usain Bolt is charming. He might be a piece of shit. I don't know. But Michael Phelps, (laughs) I just want to say this, Michael Phelps, you're not interesting as a person. You're not charming. You're not, you don't have a good personality. And if you're listening to this, I'll tell the same thing to your fucking face, man. <laughs> you're boring. I know you're going to be a billionaire for the rest of your life. And you're uh, dating some hot piece of slash that probably blows your gold cock like a fucking dog cleaning a corn dog. That doesn't make any sense. And that's not something. That's, hey, listen, that's not a <laughs> phrase. That's not something that people say. But I'm saying it you about started Phelps. a new phrase, and I'm saying Lochte, same thing. Lochte, I don't even know if he won any medals. But he might have been the Dan and he Dave. turned out, I think, to be a disappointment. Remember, like he beat Phelps in the first race, and then I think that was kind of yeah. But I could be wrong. He remember could. back in the '80s when Reebok got these two Olympians named Dan and Dave. 
No. Dan O'Brien and Dave something. And they were like, Dan and Dave, who win the decathlete? Because they were both very promising decathletes. Yeah. And one of them didn't even make the Olympics. So. Fuck, I don't remember. Ended that. up getting all this crazy ball sponsorship money, making all these commercials for Reebok, and then, like, didn't make the cut. And the other guy made the cut and did very well. But one of the guys, like, just got this free ride on Reebok, like, here's a million dollars, and then, like, didn't didn't do anything you god can you imagine his race to decide if he would be getting into the olympics like at the (laughs) the world cup or whatever the world trials or whatever they are that decide who goes to the olympics can you imagine what was going through his head as he passed the finish line and going (laughs) oh my fucking god the gravy train has just fucking ended yeah I am done. Later. I'm done. I got to go back to school and fucking study. Hello, Asics gels. <laughs> Hello, LA gear. Hello, LA gear. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go back to school. I know. It's like these people like that Holly Mangold, Holly Mangold, that like huge. Uh, I mean, she's huge. Literally, she's a weightlifter. So, oh, yeah. Super heavyweight division. Um and they tried to make a push for her to be like a popular athlete or whatever, but she wasn't very good. Did you, did you see? Did you watch any of the diving? I watched. You know what I watched, and it was incredibly compelling. The double at the same time, synchronized, synchronized diving. 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 That is fucking amazing. I didn't I see any that. of that. I watched the solo diving too. The diving's pretty com- um, cool. Wow, that John Daly is a real mind job, isn't he? By the way, I do all these little uh, commercials days later. Um, I don't remember what John said just before we came to this commercial. Anyway, thank you for listening to the show. Really quick, go to feralaudio.com. We have a button to donate to uh, this podcast or the collective network of podcasts at Feral, which are amazing. And uh, people are doing this for next to nothing, so every little bit helps. There's a link at Amazon, which I've mentioned before in other podcasts. If you buy something through Amazon, click our link, and uh, we get a little tiny kickback from that at no additional charge to you, and we appreciate it, and we love it, and we value your listenership. Um, So regardless, keep listening and supporting independent potting. Thanks. Now back to the show. I think it's weird. Uh, I thought it was really weird the the speedos that those dudes wear because yeah. they're like smaller than most speedos. Yeah, there's like half an to- inch more cut off and totally unnecessary. Yeah, you can really you could wear those swimmers speedos, like you know the like the that look like boxer briefs or something. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure have the same effect. Yeah, it's like, hey man. I know you have a perfect body, but do I really need to see your whole cum gutters? Yeah, I don't want to see below your fucking hip bone. And they're like, no, you see the cum gutters, and you see them point all the way to your fucking <laughs> to your fucking pubic pubic like, badge, like <laughs> which you cum shave. Gutters. <laughs> cum gutters. These Brandon Johnson coined that phrase, cum gutters. He did? Yeah, but you know how guys have that like striation. It's a muscle striation like yeah. on their front. Brandon Johnson calls us cum gutters, and I think that that's the funniest thing in the world. Because they're just gutters for cum. <laughs> but, <laughs> Slide out of your belly. Oh, God. Uh, sorry. But wouldn't that be better on a girl, though? Than a... Oh, because they can get pregnant? But you can't get a girl pregnant by coming outside of her body. No, but if you come on their stomach, then it will run down. But 
Oh, boy. This, is, I guess, is if you're coming on your own stomach. If you come on your own stomach, your cum will inevitably end up in those cum gutters. Ugh. And it, at some point, your dad will ask you to clean them out <laughs> once a year. <laughs> Usually right before school starts. Get a ladder, son, and get up on, get up on the roof and clean out the cum gutters. <laughs> There's a lot of cum in those fucking gutters. Cum and leaves. Dad, it smells like bleach and grilled <laughs> onions, man. Shut up. You got to eat different food. Eat some fucking pineapple. Clean up that cum. <laughs> <laughs> what if dads were, oh, man, I can't even imagine the pain. My like seeing like teenagers, uh, like my teenage nephews, like rooms. I'm just like, how much cum is everywhere? It's just like and then I realized, like thinking back, my poor mom had to come into my fucking room when I was a kid, and I had no, like, kids really have no idea. There's a, I used to have a, a swimsuit catalog, and I used to blast cum on all these poor ladies' faces. I, I figured it out early, like, my masturbation techniques. Like, I knew coming on a sock or a shirt or something, I saw the effects later when it would get hard, and I'd be like, Oh, my mom's going to know about this. Yeah. I got to find a different way. <laughs> and then I would go in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, I fucking hate that I'm talking about this right now. But I would go in the bathroom and we'd have one of those, like those really small miniature Dixie cup dispensers for like, uh, after you brush your teeth, you can like, yeah, get some water and gargle it out. Yeah. I would just jerk off and then ooh, pull out one of those little Dixie cups <laughs> Come in the cup. Oh, then God. pour the cum in the toilet and flush it. <laughs> and then I would spray air freshener into the Dixie cup and then stuff toilet paper in it and just throw it in the trash can. Oh, wow. That's hardcore. And I was like, no one can smell this now. Oh. There is no signs left behind. Yeah. And then... Uh, Low impact masturbation. This is such a bummer. I hope none of my family ever fucking <laughs> listens to this. But every now and then if we'd be out of Dixie cups... Yeah. I would come in in drinking cups. From, yeah. Like, go in the cupboard in the kitchen, get a fucking glass that the family would fucking drink out of and jerk off into uh, that and then just rinse it out and put it in the dishwasher. If you're listening, Steve Agee's family, he used to come all over uh, your shit and you'd drink out of that cup I, of stuff. I, uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to leave uh, uh, an intro to this um, podcast specifically for pa family members not to listen yeah i yeah i can't imagine the the amount of i used to like my my there were pornos uh hidden in the woods that all the yeah. boys in the neighborhood know knew about they're under a like hollowed out log literally you'd roll over and there would be like eight pornos in there and it was like terrible porno very hardcore like weirdly weirdly the like the first porn i saw was animal porn when i was like seven six years old like all the kids were back in the woods on their bmx's and like looking at this porn i was like what's going on what's going on and they were like look at this and it was like a dog fucking a girl and it turned out like what they actually have magazines with that shit yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. there's all kinds of i mean isn't that porn. illegal though like how does no. that? Well, not in Europe. You know, you can just get some. It's it's some like wow. Eastern Bloc school marm that is about to kill herself, and they're like, "Hey, we'll give you some heroin if you fucking oh, fuck this dog." You know, and uh, 
But yeah, and it was that, and it was like, you know, real spread eagle shit. And it made me, <laughs> I remember it making me nauseous. I saw like spread eagle, and I was like, yeah, was you see a nauseous. vagina, and you're like, that is an injury. That's not yeah. a fucking sex organ. That's a problem that you have. That's a fucking. <laughs> That's that an emergency. Needs, that needs stitches. <laughs> Which is an entirely uh, whole other kind of porn. No, I, I had a very similar situation when I was like 10 or 11. Me and my neighbor, Stevie Gerdo, would go out in the orange groves. I grew up in yeah. Riverside, California, and there was tons of orange groves back then and we would ride our bikes out with bb guns and go shoot you know oranges off of trees and shit and that's awesome shoot bottles and one day we we went to the very far side of this really massive orange grove out in the middle of nowhere and there was a shack like a old abandoned shack oh no that people had been um recycling magazines and they were throwing magazines in it and i mean it was a shack Probably the size of this room that we're in right now. Yeah. You know, probably, you know, 20 by 20. And uh, and it was maybe three feet high of just magazines. Like you couldn't you couldn't walk on the floor. It was three feet deep of magazines. And I would say half of the magazines were porn. Whoa. And as a fucking 10 or 11 year old, that is the fucking jackpot. And it was and like you, it was the most hardcore shit. Yeah, I have ever seen in my life to this day. It was like, yeah, it's nothing you ever want to fucking fucked see. up fucking magazines. I don't even remember the title of or could pronounce. And I was yeah, like, what scat men? And I remember one of the first fucking porno magazine uh, layouts that I saw. It was a theme of like a woman who's out and a fucking spaceship comes down and an alien comes out and fucks her. So it's like. <laughs> 10 pictures going in order of her like Ooh, oh there's a spaceship and then the guy coming out and he's got green paint on his fucking whole body yeah and you know like a space helmet and antenna oh. and then when he takes off his space suit he's all green except for his dick because oh. he had to put it in this girl so they couldn't yeah. paint his dick green well thank god so it's just a green guy with a fucking white huge dick it's probably lead paint fucking this girl as an alien and i was like what the fuck (laughs) i was so confused yeah you're just like is this because it just seems like it's a normal thing like you dress up like an alien but it also the magazines because it was you know this abandoned shack you know and like rain would leak through it had that smell you know of like just like uh fucking moldy paper you know yeah and so to this day, if I smell like paper that's wet and then has, <laughs> has dried, that was a good one. Thank you. I'm like, it, I can still like picture that shack out yeah. in the middle. And so me and my neighbor fucking, we went back to his house and got like a bunch of hefty garbage bags and went back out because we were like, well, this shack might not be around for forever. So we filled like three, you know, like 20 gallon garbage bags full of porn magazines, dragged them to the other side of the orange groves, hit them under this palm tree, under these palm fronds. And uh, they, they were there for like six months. And then the fucking orange grove burnt down. Oh, shit. And everything was just fucking destroyed. Yeah. That's crazy. Had a, yeah. Had a good run. A lot of porn. A lot of porn. Porn and fireworks. That was my childhood. Trying to get those things. They were like the drugs of childhood. Where did you grow up? Pittsburgh. 
Outside wow. of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Go Steelers. Uh, that, that, all that sort of thing. How did you meet Gelman? Gelman and I went to college together. Where? North Carolina School of the Arts. Oh, fuck. That's, I always forget you went there. Yeah, in Winston. Yeah. Yeah, and I know a bunch of people that went there that I actually worked on a movie with, like all the, the Foot Fist Way guys. Yeah, totally. They were in my class. They were in the uh, Jody, Danny, Ben Best. Uh, Do you know like Brian Mandel? Brian Mandel, yes. He I just went, moved to L.A., by the dude, way. Dude, Brian Mandel and I, Brian Mandel, his mother was a travel agent, and he hooked us up, eight dudes, with a cruise when we were in college. We went on a cruise from Miami uh, to Cozumel, and wow. uh, it was really fun. I mean... I would never go on a cruise again, but I was 18. It was like the ideal time to go on a fucking cruise and just be like, this is cruise, you know? And like, I ended up like having sex with this horrible woman. No and, shit. You on know, cruise. gambling for the first time and doing all these, like getting a Cuban cigar for the first time. And I'm afraid of cruises. They are. I'll tell you what. They're I'm afraid the worst. I get motion sickness or like seasickness. Seasickness. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean. But it's just boredom sickness. I mean, unless you like like being hit on aggressively by like fat women, um, which not sometimes like, isn't bad. Not to like about yeah. I uh, for those listening, Brian Mandel was the deep the director of photography for Fist Way, and I met him. I did a movie with Matt Barry and Mary Birdsong that he was also the director of photography on. And, uh, it's awesome. He's a really good dude. And Bob he Hardison, do you a know? Great dude. Do you know Bob Hardison? I don't think so. No. He's a writer. He wrote the movie that we did. Oh, um, cool. He's a good guy. But he went to school with all of them. Yeah, man, those guys rule. They they uh, they used to be. They used to love the Wu Tang Clan, and they called their apartment. What did they? They introduced me to the Wu Tang Clan. I think because I I, oh, I didn't know shit about rap, and they were like all about it. They they were the Flavas. They called themselves the Flavas, and they were and they called their place the Flava Station. No. And I used to, uh, and I remember going there, and they showed me. They were the first people I I had ever met, and now all my friends are this. But they were the first people who had the good videos, you know, like the really fucked up weird shit yeah. that you're like, what, how did the you underground get this? Tapes. Yeah. So they had this video called the dancing freak and it was, it's this woman who is a freak who is some kind of like, you know, fetal alcohol syndrome, crazy, Jesus. underdeveloped, underfed, white oh, trash, no. you know, West Virginia nightmare with a parasol in like a frilly dress dancing to hardcore ice cold death metal like <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, dancing I around have to see this. she's clearly got tap training and uh i remember those dudes being like dude you gotta see the dancing freak man you gotta see the fucking freak yeah, and i was like shit, yeah, and i was like i can take anything i can take anything oh man and it fucking ruined my day <laughs> i was like i saw you. one of those uh a video <laughs> that got passed I saw it from Dan Harmon and Rob Schraub, but they got it from, I think, Drew Carey. He had this video <laughs> that he didn't want in his house. Like, someone gave Drew Carey this tape. They're like, dude, yeah. you got to see this. And he looked at it and was like, I don't want this. And he gave it to, I think, Rob and Dan. But it was yeah, 
And like, by the way, all these videos now, you can probably find the dancing freak on YouTube. Yeah. This shit is everywhere now. Like this was back in the day before like YouTube. And yeah. And, and, uh, this video was, and I know it's on YouTube for a fact. It's like a mentally retarded girl learning how to use a tampon. Oh my it's God. It's one of those educational videos. Yeah. Yeah. Black and white. Like, and it's like, what are periods? Oh, fuck, dude. Mama, what a period? It is <laughs> so fucking ill. It's one of those videos that, like, some fucking really sick people would, like, love and laugh. But, like, I was just, like, <laughs> laughing in a few parts when I'm, like... I feel really sad watching this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My friend Jesse Falcon is also a maniac of having insanely rare, uh, horribly disturbed. He showed me that for the first time <laughs> and has showed me so much disturbed. He also showed me TV Carnage for the first time, oh, other man. amazing stuff. But uh, but he's also like, hey, man, you got to check this out. And he showed me like... Lemon party, you know, he's just yeah. all about being an asshole. He's one of those like dudes that. <laughs> that when those those things surface or get spread around on email, he's always the first one to send them. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, I saw this already. Yeah, my buddy sent this. Here, to John, me. ruin your ruin your day. <laughs> yeah, Robin and Dan had this videotape that was it was a compilation. It was a really long tape of videos that would get sent to America's Funniest Home Videos that they couldn't use. Whoa, that sounds Because there were people amazing. getting injured and shit, like jumping yeah. out of trees. Shit that now would be on, like, Tosh.0 yeah. or, you know, Web Soup or, the, or those shit. Like, they totally yeah. will show those now. But yeah, like, yeah. We were like, fuck, man, this is amazing. Yeah. Now it's just go on YouTube and type in guy falling out of tree and you'll get, like, A million 20. videos. But now... I'll tell you what, even with YouTube, I fucking watch America's Funniest Home Videos. The best it show. It is the funniest show. It's like the most viscerally funny show on TV, I think. It's so fucking funny. It is. No joke. I don't it have, is hilarious. I don't have cable anymore, but when I did, I would... I had a season pass. Like, any time America's Funniest Home Video came on, it would record. Yeah. Just because if ever I'm feeling, like, depressed or, like, bummed out, yeah. I would just get high and watch AFV and laugh my fucking dick off. It's yeah. so funny. It's a great way to also just like vet, like if you have something on in the back, if you're doing something like boring, have that on in the background. It's great. I mean, they have like, there's like, they're like, they'll be like, Oh, it's granny go boom. Now it's time for granny go boom. And it's like, 20 videos of grandmas falling oh, in their kitchens. Fuck, it is. It is so funny. <laughs> the, my my favorite one, and <laughs> this, is ra this isn't racist at all, but like the f my favorite ones are like the Halloween videos of people like hiding on their front porch and scaring like black trick-or-treaters. <laughs> so half the time, the black trick-or-treater will hit will punch whoever's trying to scare them yeah you know what I mean? yeah <laughs> or scream crazily i fucking love america's funniest home video yeah and i love bergeron i love tom Berge bergeron bergeron if you're out there i think you should be hosting the olympic olympics <laughs> not seacrest olympics olympics i uh, olympist i i went over to zach's house once this was like earlier this year and for a game night to play board games with him and uh, his fiance. Mm -hmm. And um, we'd played a few rounds of board games and then they were both like, 
you guys want to watch America's Funniest Home Video? <laughs> and like they had DVDs of America's Funniest Home. Oh, Fucking man. Zach. And I have honestly in my entire life never seen Zach laugh as hard as watching with us these DVDs that he's probably seen a million times already still like in fucking tears of like yeah. women falling at weddings. <laughs> like, Yeah. And the nut shots, like oh, they're so funny. It's like Jackass, Jackass. The, the Jackass movies are my favorite movies. I, I will always watch Jackass. I mean, if I come across it on, on cable priority. Boom. Yeah. I was in Jack. One of the best movie experiences of my life was seeing Jackass two. And I think I saw Jackass. I like hated Jackass, or I didn't know it. I was just like, whatever. That seems like a bunch of dicks, or whatever. Having a, a like, be, you know, being jerks to each other, whatever. Being jerks to each other, but um, <laughs> yeah, they're jerks. Uh, and I like nice people. No, but I was just kind of like, whatever. That's douchey. And then I saw Jackass too, and I was like, oh no, 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 no. This is the best thing in the world. Yeah. And I have since um, given every. You know, given my money to very like just I I love it so much. Uh, Jackass Two is is really a landmark for me. I saw it in a theater at the two dollar theater or whatever in New York, and some twelve year old kid set off a fucking stink bomb in the back of the theater. <laughs> and I love that movie so much. It was you laughing so hard it. that I dealt with an intense stink bomb and half of the kids laughed at the theater, but wow. I, last 20 minutes of the movie, I fucking sat through some hardcore stink bomb for that fucking movie, which is so I brilliant. Love, I love jackass and you know, anything that those dudes do like, um, do you ever watch nitro yeah. circus? No, but I love wild boys. Yeah. Anything that those dudes do, anything you would love nitro circus, love. like Johnny Knoxville produces it. And it's basically the same thing, but dudes with like, who are like professional motocross racers and like, yeah, like fucking guys doing like crazy shit on motorcycles, like jackass stuff on motorcycles. And it's yeah. fucking, and I had never watched it. I knew about the show and I was like, I don't want to watch fucking motocross dudes. And then I was homesick one day and there was a marathon on MTV or wherever they run it. And I watched one episode and then that just led to, I watched the whole marathon. Yeah. It's like, I love this shit. Yeah. You can't stop. It's so funny when you, kids, when you mentioned a guy lighting off a stink bomb, <laughs> when I was in college or just after college, one of my roommates from college was getting married and I went to Texas for his wedding. I was in the wedding. And these were pretty hardcore Christians. Mm -hmm. Like even my former roommate, he was very straight edge. His wife was very, you know, conservative. So they're getting married in Texas in this church. And we're all up there in our tuxedos and it's, you know, everyone's in suits and it's very, you know, traditional. Yeah. And then the bride comes in the back of the room and, you know, the audience stands up and everyone turns to look at the bride. While everyone was looking at the bride, one of the groomsmen, this guy, Robert Godfrey, mm -hmm. <laughs> pulls out a stink bomb, one of the kind in the glass tube, you know, yeah. he drops it on the ground and steps on it. Oh, and within and by the time that's terrible. Yeah. By the time the bride got up to the podium, the entire church stunk. Whoa. And Robert was 
Dude. Out of the corner of my eye, sh- trembling with laughter. Yeah. The only one trembling with laughter. I mean, that's horrible. That's ruining somebody's marriage. A wedding. Wedding. Jesus Christ. That's not like fucking with the groom at the bachelor. That's the fucking big day. Yeah. And like, she was so visibly pissed. She was scanning us with her eyes, like trying to figure out which one of us did it. Did they figure it? I mean, I would, I would, uh, probably never be friends. I would cut my friendship off with that person. That is, I don't know if they're still friends with the most fucked up. In fact, I'm surprised I remembered his name because I, I don't think I've seen him since that wedding. Yeah. At every wedding, by the way, that I ever go to, I fantasize about doing something equally bad or something just like but getting up and being like, what's up, everybody? Woo! Making it about you. But you don't because you're yeah, not, a I'm not a selfish person, piece of shit. <laughs> but that's a real sociopath. And this was a big ass church and yeah. it reeked like everyone smelled it. In fact, we went to the reception, you know, for a couple hours and I went back to the church to get my bag and get my shit. And the entire church still smelled like a fucking rotten egg. Oh, God. <laughs> it's so great. Did they stay married? They're still married. Yeah. Good. Well, then maybe it was like, it's a good. That thing. was the first test. Yeah, that was the first <laughs> test. Your bastard friend. Smell this shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. What else? I, I, we, I think we need to talk at least a little while about Grip It and Rip It. Grip and Rip It. Um, John Daly Project. So you share a name with, and I, I think most people who probably listen will be listening to this podcast probably are already aware of this. Possibly. But you share a name with a famous golfer. Yes. Also John Daly. John Daly. Um, he's, a, he's a famous golfer. He's a um, grip. His catchphrase is grip it and rip it. Uh, he's been around since I think he came on the PGA Tour in 1986. That long ago? Yeah, yeah. He's been famous for 25 years. So and he's famous for being able to drive the ball really fucking far. Yeah, like, he can drive a ball like consistently like 400 yards, which is amazing. Um, he's got you know, and people love him. He's also a character. You know, he's like he is like. Kenny Powers of golf. He really is. He, he, he's uh, like Talladega Knights, Will Ferrell. He's a partier. Um, I believe that he has been sober for four years and has stopped partying so much, but regardless, he still kind of has that edge. He's an edgy guy. He's really funny. He is, you know, he's just a, he's, he's got a, a country record out. Which I bought. It's got a song called Blue Collar Golfer. It's got story songs on it. I mean, the dude is hilarious. He's really awesome, you know? And, like, I am trying to... And so the only problem with him is that he is really popular. And um, his name beats me on Google. John Daly, him, with an H, J-O-H-N, beats J-O-N. So when I Google J-O-N Daly... It says, do you mean John <laughs> yeah. Daly, the golfer? And I don't mean that. I mean, you I mean want it to be me. You. So in order to you're take, an entertainer. We're artists. We're kind of it's in our self-absorbed. It's in our interest to be. It's also, you know, it's you want to be uh, out there. Yeah. So you want to own your at least Google search or else it's, it's humiliating. So, you know, I... I got myself into four hours of makeup. I made myself into John Daly and bought a lot of his loudmouth clothes, which are amazing and hilarious. That's the brand name. That's the brand name of the pants, loud the crazy mouth. pants, loudmouth. 
Um, and I went out on the golf course with a photographer that will wishes to remain nameless. Nameless and my really wishes to remain nameless. Wow! Yeah, and That's amazing. Uh, and uh, find I. Knowing that photographer, I find that hard to believe. But, uh, oh, well, okay. I mean, I think it's Nameless. I think it's in the interest of the project. It's not as I, I don't know, but she she wants to and uh, and sh- and uh, my genius uh, makeup artist friend Jen Rose and we uh, we made these pictures of me as John Daly, put them out on the internet, and the point of it's John Daly is John Daly dot com J O N D A L Y is J O H N D A L Y because I'm trying to become him. Um, that's the website, John Daly is John Daly.com. Go there. You can, uh, click like or tumble or tweet yeah. of any of those pictures. The photos are amazing to Thank see. Thank you. And, and lots of fan arts coming in. I've got, we've, I've got backup, backed up amounts of fan art of me with different images of John Daly. The most recent one being me as old dirty bastard as John Daly. It's a oh, mix of me, man. old dirty bastard. And, and John that's Daly. on the Tumblr. Uh, that's on the Tumblr and a really great John Daly Project angel uh, named Sarah Warren uh, made that and surprised me with that. And that made my week. Thank you, by the way. Anyone who has ever made me a piece of John Daly art, I can't uh, tell you how happy I am about that. <laughs> it is amazing. And the amounts of creativity that you put into it is really impressive. So you're trying to uh digitally meld with the actual digitally judgment. meld yes like, that's it you know just basically i want to what i'm in the way that i'm going about it is by promoting it you know and that's it's basically me promoting john daly essentially you know and being like well i mean my i want my pictures to do kind of that <laughs> but the reality is like i want people to buy the loudmouth pants i want people to go on itunes and, and and buy i only know one way john daly's album yeah you actually like john daly i actually and like you, john daly i actually think and you don't have a problem really promoting fun. him yeah i don't have a problem promoting him and i'm reaching out to him now um through funnier die and hopefully we'll do a we'll do a, a video together or something. Uh, I really hope that happens. I hope it happens too. Have you, you know? heard anything of no. his his thoughts on this? No, I haven't heard anything. He has to know about it by now. By well, the way. he I, has to. There's just no way, right? There's no way he could not. So maybe he hates me. I don't know. I hope you don't hate me, John. I mean this. What I want to do is open. I mean, whether he wants to or not, I have no idea, but I would like to open him up to this comedy audience. Like when I talk to people, some people know who I am, but those are the people who are into who he is. Those are the people who are into sports, you know, and I want to introduce him to the people that are into comedy and I want him to be known also for his entrepreneurship and his kind of brand that he is making successfully. Yeah. You know, like when he goes out on the PGA tour, just as many people follow him as follow Tiger Woods. And that's true. Like yeah. literally. So like, you know, he's fucking big, but he's not been introduced to this, this audience. And I want to grip it and rip it with him is what I'm saying. <laughs> I hope you fucking get to do that. It would be amazing. I hope so. Yeah. I think it would be great for both of you. Actually. He's, yeah. I think it's mutually beneficial and it's like whatever, whatever, whatever the outcome, I'm going to be promoting him. So I figure he might as well just jump on board unless he's, Truly insulted by the pictures, which I don't think he should be. They were done in a spirit of fun, and I don't think that they indict him any more than he's already kind of been indicted by people taking pictures of him, you know? Like, um, yeah. And, and they're funny, but 
you know, also like, I think he's hilarious. <laughs> They're amazing. And it's hilarious I really to hope, me that we're both called John Daly. I really hope everyone goes to your site and looks at it. John Daly is is J O N Daly is J O H N Daly dot com dot com. Yeah, yeah. Um, Grip it and rip it. I think we uh, I think we've reached the end of our time, man. I think we covered it. I think we've covered everything. Chipotle, uh, masturbating, Olympics, Olympics, back in the woods, porn, masturbation, cum gutters. We got cum gutters. Uh, we got depression. Uh, John Daly Project, depression meds, um, America's AFV. Oh, AFV. What else is there? I mean, there's nothing. Not much. Um, do you have? Anything else you want to promote? I, I, this probably won't be up for another couple of weeks because I've got a few banked. Yeah. Uh, what do I want to promote um, in a couple of weeks? John Daly Project. Um, I'm at John Daly, J O N D A L. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Follow, on Twitter, if you want to follow me for updates uh, on projects and stuff. And um, yeah. Uh, the John Daly Tumblr is grip ripper dot Tumblr and, um, grip ripper, grip ripper. Grip it, rip it. and, uh, yeah, and check out John's videos on funny or die. He's check got out a, my videos on quite a few die. of them and they're really, John and I, we did a video together, which is great. Human centipede which anonymous holds up. Yeah. We go did. check that out. Go to funny or die and check and, and do a search for human centipede anonymous right? yes steve We've, plays the guy on the human centipede that got to eat the real food he was in the I front play the front half of a human centipede and we're all in the therapy after we've been disconnected it's john and rob hubel and myself and james urbaniak is in it and, and matt besser matt besser and, and that's it it's really fucking funny. I had so much fun doing that. Yeah, that, and, was, uh, that was a good one. And also, you've got a real, some really fun sappity tappity, sappity tappity. The drunk English pine tree. Yeah, sure. He's uh, he's in the house. So check that shit out, motherfuckers. Check that shit out. Um, and I have nothing going on. I don't either. So clear schedule. So maybe we should August hang out, and smoke some bowls. Let's smoke some bowls, bro. <laughs> um, sounds like Zorak. This 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 podcast is called Um. Uh, uh, I like your I like your uh, cutout here. This triangular Steve has a triangular bookshelf carved into the wall, carved out bookshelf, which is very nice. Thanks, thanks, John. In your Tudor home. Thanks, bro. Uh, you're welcome, man. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. And John, again, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, man. This was more than a pleasure. <laughs> yeah. com is an artist-friendly podcast collective hosted by castmates.fm. Host your own podcast at castmates.fm today. All of our artists reserve the rights to their materials. Your donations directly support your favorite artists, help pay for their show's production, and keep your favorite shows free. Visit fairlogo.com for other original shows and learn about our community and artists that help make this collective possible. Thank you for listening to this podcast.
This outro features the music of the fancy. We are the fancy.net. Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply.